0: There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. All so you can better connect with customers and keep them happy. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. What's going on, everyone? It's Friday, October 14th. I'm Zachary Crockett, here with Julia Bennett-Ryla, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about the evolving business landscape of the sports bar. Sports bars are teeming with new developments like mini golf, soccer, pickleball. And interestingly enough, the drinking has kind of taken a backseat to entertainment. We're going to break that down for you, but before we get into it, let's take a quick look at what else is going on in business and tech. Let's start you off with the bad news here and uh, get it over with. Core inflation, that's a measurement of the change in the price of goods and services, excluding food and energy. Last month, it saw its biggest jump since 1982. It's up 6.6% year over year, and overall consumer prices are up about 8.2% over the same time period. The healthcare startup Noom laid off about 10% of its staff, that's 500 workers, and they're citing restructuring for long-term growth. As of last year, the company was valued at $3.7 billion. Not enough to pay their employees, I guess. (laughs) Two more eBay employees were sentenced in a truly bizarre harassment scheme that unfolded back in 2019. Some execs basically didn't like an online newsletter that was critical of the company, so they sent all kinds of things to the author's house, including live spiders, a fetal pig, and a funeral wreath. They also put a GPS tracking device on the person's car and threatened them via Twitter DMs. Now they're all facing charges. Google is gonna start testing its holographic video calling booths known as Project Starline. It's basically this very futuristic 3D video conferencing experience that makes it feel like you're in the same room with someone. Those tests will launch in the offices of Salesforce, WeWork, and T-Mobile. And lastly, Kroger and Albertsons are reportedly working on a deal that would combine the two largest grocery chains in the United States. Gotta love a heartwarming story about corporate consolidation. Mm All right. So, Juliet, we're seeing a little bit of a shakeup in the sports bar space here. When I think of sports bars, I think of kind of grimy bar with some TVs, maybe some peanuts on the floor. What are we seeing that's new in the space here?
1: We are seeing bars where instead of going to watch the sport, you are doing the sport. Mm. So this is uh, something that our colleague Rob wrote about this morning. He probably plays a lot more sports than I do, but there's some fun stuff in here. So. Top Golf is kind of a a big leader in this space. Basically, they're making golf fun. Now, I don't find golf to be fun because I am not good at it. (laughs) But apparently, this is like a new way to play. So you go to one of these places and you can order food and drinks and you've got like driving range games. It's not 18-hole golf, but it's like... A fun spot where you're doing an activity and you're eating and you're drinking, you're hanging out with yeah. people. And there's a couple other examples of these. There's a place called Putt Shack that was launched by the Top Golf team. That is an indoor mini golf experience, and they just raised $150 million to expand to new markets. Hmm. There's also one called Toka Social. They have indoor soccer with a bar and restaurant. Chicken and Pickle is apparently a pickleball place with locations across the Midwest that also has a bar and restaurant. So it kind of reminds me of like a a bowling alley, but cooler.
0: (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. And like, as Rob wrote in his story, you know, that. The concept of games in bars is not new. You know, since the dawn of time, we've had dartboards and pool tables and all kinds of things in bars. But what's interesting here is it seems like, like you said, the entertainment is kind of superseding the drinking in bars. Yeah. And this kind of ties into a larger trend that's maybe generational.
1: Yeah. I think what we've seen across uh, the millennial generation, which is uh, both of our generation, is that we like to go out and do things. We like to have activities. That's why some some folks call us the experience generation. And both millennials and Gen Z are drinking less than previous generations. So I think when you look at how do I attract a millennial to leave their house, it's got to be something that they can go out and do with their friends, <laughs> something that's social. that's that's probably common across a lot of generations post pandemic. And also, yeah, you can't just sit them in a stool and give them a bunch of drinks because they're they're more concerned with health and wellness, and they're just not right. drinking nearly as much.
0: yeah. um good luck getting me out of my house. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's gonna take more than virtual golf, you know, <laughs> you know, this is a very compelling business model that top golf has. I was just taking a look at the numbers because Topgolf is actually owned by Callaway, which is one of the largest golfing brands Mm -hmm. in the United States. Their financial information is in public reports. And in 2021, in the fourth quarter, Callaway reported that Topgolf brought in over a billion dollars in revenue. Wow. With 58 million in operating income. And in that report, they said, you know, it typically costs between 10 and 40 million dollars to build one of these places. And on average, they collect about seventeen million in revenue annually. So this seems like a very good investment. And given the trends we just talked about, it's it's probably only poised to grow,
1: yeah, that's that's impressive. You know, I used to live next to this Korean spa that had a driving range in it. It had all the stuff you would expect, the hot rooms, the cold rooms, massages, the you know, salt scrubs that get all your dead skin up, all of that stuff but also a driving range.
0: Wow. Okay, so they're probably ahead of their time because, you know, Topgolf goes back a ways. They they were launched in 2001 and debuted in the United States shortly after. But um, this is like a relatively new thing. But I guess indoor driving ranges, you you can find them in little holes in the wall all over the place. Yeah,
1: and you know, this also reminds me of another trend that I've seen over the past, I don't know, like longer, maybe the last decade even. Yeah is bars with arcades in them. Hmm. So like geared geared towards adults where it's like they've got all the classic arcade games and then a couple of the newer ones. But the whole draw is that you can go there and be among adults and have some drinks and not have to fight a a six-year-old to play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, when I was in my 20s, you just go to bars and talk to people. Now it's like you need activities or things to do or kind of distractions or whatever.
1: I think there might also be a little push to offer drinks other than alcohol. I went to a bar last night and they had Mm. Athletic Brewing, which is a non-alcoholic brewery. They had those and they they cost Mm. just about as much as a regular beer. But I think there is this shift towards people wanting to be social and go out at night. And for so long, the thing that you do at night is you go to the bar. But as we see more and more people drink less and less Mm. and want things to do other than just sit, I do feel like a lot of these things make sense. We've seen them in other forums, like Dave and Buster's has been around for a long time. Bowling has been around for a long time. Right. Like billiards halls have been around for a long time. I think it's just kind of sure catching up with these trendier sports, pickleball, mini golf. I mean, mini golf's been right. around for a long time too, but like elevating it to a place where it's not like a side of the road attraction that you bring your kids to. Right. I mean, axe throwing is new.
0: <laughs> okay. That one just like categorically seems like a terrible idea. <laughs> I used
1: to live also when I lived in Koreatown near a bar called House of Axe. No way. And it was an axe throwing bar. Um, I never threw axes there, but you could get barbecue okay. and beers and stuff there. And it's very okay. loud.
0: So you can get sloshed and throw an axe. Yeah,
1: essentially. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How is that not like a liability, my God. Like I'm gonna guess
1: that their insurance is very high.
0: Their insurance is very high. It's yeah.
1: separate. Like you can't just walk in front of the the axes. It's, it's similar to a gun range, you know, like <laughs> or a bowling alley, even. There's okay. a lane and that's where the axe is going, and you can't step in front of it. <laughs> I mean, I guess if somebody like chucked it behind themselves, it might be a problem. I could see freak uh, accidents in which yeah. it would be a problem, but there have yet to be any issues at the house of axe.
0: Yeah. I remember reading a couple years ago about this insurance case where there was a dartboard and this woman was like walking in front of it and someone threw a dart into her eyeball. Oh my God. And uh, I think she ended up being okay, but like, I think it may have ballooned into some kind of lawsuit for the bar. And it does make me wonder if you're creating these experiences where you're smacking around balls or throwing axes or, you know, doing whatever and you... Pair that with drinking, which admittedly maybe is playing a smaller role in these types of bars, the insurance industry is going to be uh, very busy with those types of establishments. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I can only imagine. I mean... A person who's very (laughs) drunk with an object they're encouraged to throw. Yes. I have seen that go awry. Um, I have seen that go awry in bars. I've worked in a lot of bars. I've seen people do really weird things with a a pool table that involves them accidentally like punting a ball into a table. (laughs) (laughs) But I imagine there are protocols in place. Otherwise, these places would not be allowed to open. Me personally, I find them to be very loud and kind of anxiety-inducing. So I'm going to be playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That feels safe to me. Sure. But axe throwing is very, very popular and, you know, I get it. All
0: right. Well, if you want to get into this stuff, just be careful out there, everyone. And uh, we'll see you on the virtual course, I guess. All right. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. More tech and business coverage, go and check out the hustle.co slash email. That's the hustle.co slash email. Got a lot more for you over there. And until then, have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you next week.